So, like, I'm going to have to, like, try to watch my mouth because I'm trying not to get sued. This is our podcast. This is Mike, Shane, and Brian. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Uh, we did have a request for uh, a little bit of background on each of us. And we're, what we're going to do is instead of going into 15 or 20 minutes of background on each of us, we're going to do over the next couple weeks, all three of us are going to do a little bit of background. And uh, this week I'm going to start it off. I was born in 1982 in Beckley, West Virginia. I poor white trash most of my life. Lived in a little town called Eccles. Went to Liberty High School. Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> Raider Nation. Well, I guess I wasn't poor my whole life. Uh, when I was younger, Dad did work, and and we had it pretty good. But he got sick, and after he got sick, our lives changed. But I still had a good childhood, good parents. Didn't miss meals, stuff like that. We just didn't have no money. But uh, grew up, and... Went in the coal mines. I've spent about uh, 15 years total in the coal mines. Uh, 12 of that's been as an electrician. And now I do service work for a company uh, out of Virginia. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You don't went real fast. You got to tell me how y'all managed to get to Canada, bro. Oh, how we <laughs> lived in Canada? Yeah, because that, okay. that should interest me for real. Okay, this is what happened with uh, us ending up going to Canada. So we got in a... Uh, situation where we couldn't afford dad with all of his medical problems and issues so we had to pick up and leave everything that we owned and go to canada and my dad renounced his american citizenship because he was born in canada so he got a canadian citizenship back and we got him some medical care while we was up there so that's why that's how we ended up in canada you mean y'all didn't just go over there and was messing with chris benoit and just <laughs> All I know about Canada is they got good no, hunting. We didn't know Chris the Hart family. <laughs> 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 I wish I knew Brett, but I don't. And, and a- after all of that, they got great porn actress, act- actresses. Hey, they got good Canada. comedians. They got solid comedians. They do. They do. Yeah. they do. They do. They do. They do. But that's all I know about Canada. But then we come back. Mom ended up. Mom wanted to come back mm-hmm. to West Virginia because her mom was getting worse and. Just a bunch of stuff, when a bunch of family drama that I don't really want to get into, you know, Yeah. happened while we were there. And whenever we come back, mom ended up landing a job up here at uh, Raleigh General Hospital. And we was able to get some pretty decent insurance. And we come back to Eccles, and uh, that's how I ended up when, back in West Virginia. When did you come back from Canada back here? 97. 97. We actually left and came back on my brother's birthday on separate years. Wow. Yeah, and Pretty then specific. and then uh, whenever uh, my mom and my three brothers, they came back before me and my dad did. Me and my dad stayed up and took care of the additional stuff like the house we lived in and putting our stuff in storage, stuff like that. And then me and dad come back in the spring of 98 or 97 one. I'd have to look at you know look at it really, but mm-hmm. I think it was the spring of '98 we come back, and my brothers and mom come back in the winter of '97. Well, I, I'm gonna say this since we're already out there in the deep water. I don't know if you can remember or not, but can you tell any of our listeners uh, kind of contrast life in West Virginia versus life in another country? 
better, worse? I mean, as far as like uh, like people think there's a big difference in the weathers, and in ways there are. Uh, like you don't see the kind of cold temperatures here that you get there. That's for sure. But uh, <laughs> far as like the people, like the people that I lived around and stuff were good people. But I can tell you this, like Canada is way tore up over our politics and the way we live than we are them. You know, they know what's going on with Big Brother in the South. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and most of us down here don't give two shits about them. Like, do, yeah. you guys, do you guys remember, do you remember the 100-meter sprinter from Canada racing the 200-meter sprinter from America? Do you guys remember this? Nah. No. Let me tell you this. That happened while I was there. And the 100-meter Canadian sprinter beat the 200-meter American sprinter. And that was big, national, everybody knew about Everybody watched that race. And ain't nobody down here even remembers that shit. Sprinter is like <laughs> they ran. Yeah, like they were hard. in the Olympics. Well, you know they were going to win because they probably have to outrun fucking moose every day from getting attacked. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, what the deal with it was, was everybody was saying that the, that Canadian sprinter that year had took gold. Okay. In the 100 meters. 100 meters. But if you divided the 200 meter sprinter from America, if you divided his time in half, he beat the Canadian guy. Wait a minute. Who's doing all that mathematics, man? Come on, bro. They give a fuck. I'm telling you. <laughs> the metric system. We won, damn it. <laughs> no, we, we lost the head to head there. But like if you did the math on the 200. I think the dude's name was Michael Johnson that was from America. I remember I'm Michael Johnson. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skinnier like dude. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a fat chick who's 300 and you divide her weight in half, technically she's 150. And that makes her a 10. Yeah. He could have took her. You know, she could have took anybody. <laughs> wow. But that's that's just the kind of difference that I'm like trying to like that. I can't find anybody down here that even realized that race went on. And as to up there, it was like the biggest thing going on that weekend was that Canadian guy running the American guy, you know, to mm -hmm. see who was better. You know, that's just, that's just, and it's the same way with politics. Like half the people down here, you ask them, they have no clue nor care who the prime minister of Canada is. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. Don't know. Justin no Trudeau is his name. But nobody gives a shit. <laughs> you know. When I think of Canada, I just think of South Park. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then Cartman rules my life, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you will respect my authority. But that is the the basics behind us going to Canada. And, uh, you know, the adjustment to living there at first was, was kind of tough because of uh, we talk real different than people from up north, you know. Especially in West, by God, Virginia. Yeah. So it was kind of a... It was a little bit making friends and stuff, but after the first six months, I settled in, you know, had good friends and stuff. So whenever we were coming back here, it was kind of like, I don't want to leave type deal. Yeah, like, oh my God, man, I've already got, I got friends here now. I've got this here going on, you know, so it's weird the way life works, man. Dude, it does like suck when you like have to travel, even if it's like a state away or something, you know, I went through that crap and it's just, it just sucks. It, I don't think it should bother you too much if you're, like, younger. But, like, when you get in, like, your teenage years, man, it's pretty drastic. Yeah, the, yeah. the only international travel I've ever been under was, of course, with the military. And they were like, go, do your thing, come back. 
I can order beer in uh, about four different languages, but that, that that's about it. You got to have the essentials down when you go somewhere, <laughs> and that's the only yeah. well beer. And I, I can ask some other pe- some other ladies for some, some other stuff, but <laughs> uh, that's all you really need to know. But you're hey, right; man, it, it is totally different. When you go somewhere, you have to be able to get a head change and an oil change. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All of those things are accurate. These are life lessons for all you young people. All right, y'all want to get into Hollywood, or which direction y'all want to go? I'm good with Hollywood. So we want to talk about our moral superior. Oh God, are you guys sure about this? <laughs> I, I'm tired. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you one thing: if you base your opinions on everyday life, the way you live, on these pieces of shit out in Hollywood that are either actresses, rock stars, rap stars, movie stars, whatever you want to call them. If you base your life around their fucking opinion, you're goddamn pathetic, period. Or their music. Yeah, and I'll tell you this. Well, that's what I told Mike about going to see ghosts. You know, and they are... I can understand why people have a hang-up with ghosts because they are Satanistic or whatever. But I go see them because they are a good band. And uh, I'm not basing my beliefs on anything on a metal band. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy a show. Well, I mean, I've listened to metal. There's some bands who actually believe in that shit, and there's some bands that use it for their advantage. Oh, there's no doubt. And if you can't dissect it, figure out what it's what, then I don't know what to tell you. I'm not a metalhead, but I'm a rap and hip-hop Gosh, if I try to explain to you how hard I grew up into it, it'd take you too far in. But this new new generation, I'm not even going to talk about mumble rap. Maybe we'll hit that on a different episode. <laughs> but this dude, I never thought that there would be an openly gay rapper uh, who decided that he was going to put his own blood on a shoe and a whole bunch of other crazy shit, bruh. You know what, man? But, no, no, no. I'm just saying it's amazing how far you can go and still be accepted. Yeah. Do you know what the pro- you know what one of the problems I have with Little Noss? I don't give a damn he's gay or Yeah, th- that or, ain't you the know, point. Whatever. But uh okay, Old Town Road. Who in your house like Old Town Road, bruh? My six year old. That's who in my house liked it. Yeah. So this guy gets on. Did you see him on the, in an interview last week? Yes, I did. Whenever they, he's like, he went on Nickelodeon. He pushed that song to kids and everything. And when they're asking him, you know, well, what's your opinion about people thinking that you did a bait and switch with kids far as, uh, you know, with Old Town Road? And he definitely pushed it towards kids because he went on Nickelodeon. Yes. You know, if you didn't want yes, that market, did. don't push towards it. Yes, he did. And then whenever they ask him about it, he says, I'm at this point, fuck your kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, but that's fine with me. If you don't want to be a, you know, a kid artist, don't use them to build yourself up and Thank then you. fuck them. Thank you. You know? I mean, if you're going to, you're going to put yourself out there for a certain demographic, a certain audience, then that's great. That's fine, dude. I mean, like you say, I don't have to like you. No. You can be the artist that you want to be. But don't, especially when it comes to children, think back to when you were young and you had, uh, Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana. Right. And, I mean, my kids could tell you more about which was which and who was who, but it was a gimmick, and my children know that it was gimmick. And they knew, like, this is music and that's that, 
and they could differentiate between the two. Eventually, one just slid away before she started twerking with Three Six Mafia. Right. <laughs> I mean, but she and whoever was handling her made sure they handled that business portion before they moved her into okay, grown up Miley, get it, girl. Yeah, we we we've made a change. We made a change. You know. Yeah. yeah. And, and I got something to tell people that's going to be hard to hear for a lot of people, but you have absolutely nothing in common with Oprah. You have absolutely <laughs> nothing in common with Ellen, okay? You don't. You don't have nothing in common with them people. But we black. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you like how I threw that? But, but we black. If she yeah. black and I'm black, then we doing the same thing. Yeah. No. No, like we don't. No, we're not even in the same stratosphere with no, them. no. Like, don't get it twisted. You think Oprah gives a fuck about you? No, get the fuck out of here. But Stedman black and I'm black. <laughs> nah, bro, it's not even the same thing. She doesn't think about you, her talent, and let's be honest. When when you're dealing with people of that magnitude, their thoughts and their their drives are different. I mean, yeah. we, we we love seeing them because we love the entertainment portion. But outside of entertainment, when it comes to people, nah, we are not the same. Yeah, and that's like, I don't I don't have a problem with Oprah. I ain't trying to say, like, what I'm yeah. saying is I realize that we're not living the same life. Mm -hmm. You know, that uh, I do not have the same options in my life as Oprah or Ellen or Gerard Butler. You yeah. know, I do not have the options. That's... And they, when they're speaking on stuff, you don't, and that's one thing that kills me too about when you're thinking about talking heads, you don't know who's paid these people to say what mm -hmm. or how they legitimately feel because I feel like once they get to a certain level, they're just worried about money and they really don't care what they say as long as the highest bidder gets their, you know, gets their that's opinion right. across to people. Very true. But, and then you've got too, like, uh, you've got people, celebrities, that will uh, have three or four houses, fly across the country in a private jet, <laughs> yeah. and then tell you you're doing the wrong thing by driving an SUV with your carbon footprint. Yeah. I when mean. them three houses <laughs> in that jet has put out more carbon in the atmosphere than I could in a decade. I'll say it flat out. Hypocrisy is a mother... Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean... And, and, and hypocrisy is human nature. I mean, I, I, ain't, I ain't twisted about it, you know? Yeah. But... Don't tell me about my carbon footprint whenever you've got three houses flying a private jet. You're sending a jet back for your hairdresser because they couldn't be there whenever you left. You know, no, man. I don't want to hear it. I think that's the reason a lot of people, especially me, is just, just done with it. Like, I like the stuff that I like, the music I listen to, the movies I listen to. But as far as when you go look at the actual people that do it, I, I can give two shits about them. It's at that point now... To the where I can go see a movie, even if I don't agree with that actor's beliefs or whatever he wants to come out there and talk about. It's what I'm trying to say is like they want to preach all this stuff and try to get people on board with it, and I feel like a lot of people is just like done with it. I I don't feel like I'm the only one that's like, dude, shut the fuck up, dude. Ricky Gervais said the best shit I've ever seen in my life whenever he was at that award show. Get up here, get your award, shut up. We don't want to hear your politics. And that's the way it should be. should be, yeah. I, I feel like one of the things that, and all of y'all out there, you just hear us talking, you can't see Mike. 
one of the things that li- that I like about Mike is he really doesn't give a fuck what you think about him or about what he thinks or about his appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Dude has his, his septum pierced. And not just his septum. There's a fucking skull in front of it. And... But when you stop to actually talk to this dude, the intelligence just fucking rolls right off of him. So if his appearance turns you off, why should he or anyone else care what you think if you're that close-minded? And I kind of feel the same way. Whether you're mainstream or not mainstream, at some point in time, you should be a human being. Human beings are people that interact with other people. Part of what society has done and they they've gave you a cell phone and they've helped you decide that through this cell phone through this device i can interact with the entire world and that's not true that's why we have young people who have anxiety conditions and they're depressed because you told them go out and get a job yeah and you know what else goes into that too with the cell phones talking about that Young people are so used to instant gratification. Oh, man. Whenever you, when you throw them into the work situation, yeah. this cat thinks he's a CEO. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he don't know nothing. I know people. Or she don't know nothing. I know people that stay on Facebook and just, like, they'll post any damn thing just to get some type of likes or whatever because they've had some type of crap that's happened to them in childhood that... They need attention on that type of level. We call them attention whores. I'm yeah. Gonna say it. Well, I'll tell you what, though, man. To touch on the Facebook likes and stuff, when I got into this, I had no idea how hard it was to get a like and a share. Oh, my God. Jeez, man. For those of you who don't know, anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, once you take two seconds and push the like and subscribe button. Oh, my goodness. You would think I'm asking for your firstborn child. And your checking account number. The Nigerian <laughs> cats who are on your Facebook are getting your checking account number easier than it would for you to like what you actually do. And the truth be told, your cell phone and Alexa are already listening to what you like. Yeah, exactly. and I'll tell you this too. Like, I want to know just for me. And if you got not trying to get, uh, try not to get sued on your uh, on your uh, the Facebook page, we got over. We've got 250 followers now. That's good. Amen. Amen. But if you can hear me and you're listening, whoever's listening in Germany, <laughs> send me a message. Let me know who you are. Know. We love the Germans. Because yeah. <laughs> it blew my mind the first time I looked on there and seen Germany on there. For those of you who don't know, we are international. Tag that in your, yeah, throw that uh, feather in your hat. Or as they say, put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's what I'm trying to get at. That's yeah. right. So like what Brian said earlier about me not giving a shit is I wasn't always that way. I feel like I, the way I look throughout life, the way I dress, the tattoos and all that stuff has kind of created that. Because I've been judged so many damn times the way I look and stuff like that that you know, they won't well, get me know get to know me on a personal level. They just want to look at me and get disgusted and shit. And I can give two shits. Two I was, shits. <laughs> I was probably sixteen. I love it. I was probably sixteen years old. Whenever I finally stopped giving a fuck what people thought, and it was 
the best thing ever happened in my life. I, I mean, I listen to music and it kind of fed the ego, I guess you can call it or whatever you want to call, you know, just not give a fuck attitude. But I don't think it was really until in my mid-twenties that I was just like, quit caring what people think, it doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to step aside for a second, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Alright, we're back after the break. Thanks for staying tuned. Oh my head. That's all right, man. <laughs> From what I've found out, the 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 beer can pops, they sound pretty cool. <laughs> so just pop them. And I'm getting ready to pop another one. We were just having a conversation uh, a few minutes ago about uh, how America, Americans, have almost entranced themselves. Now, I understand America's a great country, and the freedoms that we we have uh, fought for and we avail our citizens are are one, wonderful thing. Just right here in Beckley recently, we had some people uh, in a public area protesting because they didn't want to wear a mask, or they were protest protesting the mandate of the mask and protesting the mandate of the vaccine. Whether you agree with what they were protesting or not, it's their right, and I think that's a beautiful thing. But one of the things that uh, that Americans have ingrained themselves into thinking that is not necessarily true is that uh, you are the only country in the world that has prosperity. Other countries are doing pretty well, whether you want to admit it or not. They're doing pretty good, and they don't want your wealth. There are some countries in the world that don't even allow Americans into their borders because of past history we can't go into that here and there but uh we want to open up a discussion uh, of course uh, against us us guys here how do you feel uh versus america's uh stance on our freedom and our prosperity versus uh how they have come along and how they've uh i'm gonna say prospered like how other countries are doing yeah yeah. Well, I know that you can go directly north and find another country that's doing great, mm-hmm. you know, because I live there and it ain't much different than living here. You mean that all countries ain't having a uh, save the children and we can't feed every every child in the world for 70 cents a day? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not every country's a sob story. That's for well, sure. Well, I mean, I'm sure, you know, there's sections of around the world that people do need help and everything else true but you know when it comes to you can't even like go to certain countries because you're from here should you ought to take a look at that and try to figure out why they feel that way and i can turn on my television every day and see half the commercials on and if i was like that i'd fucking hate us too half the time (laughs) you know (laughs) Yeah, I'm not talking shit about America because I, you know, I'm glad I was born here, and you know, and I know plenty of people that you know have died for our rights and everything else, and wars and everything else. But I'm just saying that this whole there's other places out there that are doing pretty well, and I just feel like America sometimes has an arrogance about themselves. Yeah, that's and and I yeah. think that bleeds into other countries of the reason they might not like us too well because of the arrogance level that America has, and you know you don't see a lot of other countries doing that, like boosting themselves up and stuff. It's just natural that you're going to have some people that hate America because 
we have such a global presence. Yeah, that's true. You know, we have uh we have a presence around the world and I'm sure that a lot of them presence, you know, us being there hasn't been positive for a lot of countries. Sometimes we ain't been there to uh to help. We've been there to, you know, we're going to uh do what we can to make you surrender to this other country or to us or to us. Yeah. Um and and that also bears being said i'm glad y'all brought that point up i mean our intentions always haven't been the purest yeah um yeah. you don't become yeah a, if you don't, a world if you don't superpower think, uh, <laughs> if you don't think lithium and oil and stuff like that don't have a didn't have us in the middle east you've lost your mind yeah oh, completely you don't you don't become a superpower just by accident and just by being a fairy and a tinkerbell in the world I mean, if you've got this kind of muscle, you're going to flex it. And it, it's been flexed. But also, in in, in saying that, uh, just by your opinion, do you think that we have an obligation to uh, uh, try to enforce or maintain peace? Do you remember when we were young and there was a movie called... Uh, the World Police? Yes. Is that where you're America. going? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> It, it, that 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 did something for me when I was young. That's the creators of South Park made that. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, yes. America has no right in other countries trying to enforce their uh, bullshit. Our bullshit, our yeah. freedoms. That is by textbook definition terrorism. <laughs> when you go to other countries and try to enforce your beliefs, it's terrorism. Well, see, I think that sometimes it isn't. Mm-hmm. Like whenever, uh, you know, great examples of that is World War One and Two. Yeah, you yeah. know, because we were we were fighting a belief that uh, a group of people was inferior to another and deserved to die. Global, yeah, global. So I mean, there is like I think that a lot of the Middle East stuff that we've done has been uh, bullshit that was sold to us for the, uh, you know, to get the riches off the land that's there. Oh, definitely. You know. I mean, after 9-11 happened, you know, we sent all that crap in, and they went after the Al-Qaeda and wiped them out, but they never could get Biden, or not Biden. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind, Pimp? Obama. Or no. <laughs> God. <laughs> What's on your mind, man? <laughs> yeah. Osama bin Laden. Well, anyways... You know, they couldn't ever get That him. was not a comparison between no, the three, just no. letting you know. So, uh, anyways. And then they just jumped off course. It's like, Iraq's got some nuclear warheads. We're pretty sure they're going to send over to the U.S. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but Saddam Hussein, I think if you'd have left Saddam over there. Dude, we marched through them backwards in three days. Yeah. They learned their lesson. They yeah. were done with us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, I remember when all that shit was going. I was just a kid, you know, and they were talking about, oh, it's the fourth largest army in the world, and da da da, and we're gonna we're gonna have our hands full. And like three days later, they were like, we won, you know, <laughs> shit's done. They don't want no more. I've got an ass whoopers that lasted longer. Than that. <laughs> but I I really don't think that the only reason we were in Iraq was to get oil. Do you know what though, man? Too like a lot of what I think is. uh while we plunge around on the other side of the world doing shit or is we've got this beautiful buffer of an ocean an between ocean. us and the rest of the world. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 
you know, like... Oh, we got protection, yada yada. When someone yeah. violated that buffer, 9-11, mm-hmm. I mean, 9-11 was horrible, man. Mm. Horrible. Just the day, just the carnage, just the intention of people wanting to kill other human beings was just, just horrible to me. But I think part of what bolstered it being so bad was the fact that we had lulled ourselves into a sense of security like it couldn't happen yeah, to us. Yeah, we've got an ocean. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's nobody's going to hurt us, yada, yada, yeah. you know. And I clearly, to this day, I can remember exactly where I was at, Hell what I was doing. Yeah, man. And that's what, I, and you know, I'm, that's been 20 years ago, and it still hasn't faded my memory, period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can remember I woke up that morning, sat on the couch with Dad, and uh, was going to do an odd job leveling a ditch out for a guy in Virginia Town, which is right down the road from Eccles. The first plane that hit, and I went to dig the ditch, the guy that I was working for, his daughter come over and said that another plane had hit and America was under attack. You know, I can remember that like right yeah. now. Oh, like yeah. Yesterday. yeah. I was in first period, flaring out toxicity. By system of a down, and they flipped on the television, and I'm like looking up. I'm like, "What the fuck's going on, this man?" Shit just <laughs> got real, <laughs> you know. This shit just got real, baby. But I will say honestly, I feel like um, that might have been one of the last times that I I feel like the nation was actually united, united. As, as one. Yeah, and I don't think we'll ever get to that point again. Uh, don't don't say that because it's amazing how disparity and sorrow unite Republican, Democrat, I don't give a fuck who you are. When people are broke, oh my gosh. It's amazing how we reach for each other when we have nothing else. Yeah, man, I can remember walking, uh, like you're talking about that, being broke, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Being broke, man. Being broke, man. And uh, I can remember, like, uh, my mom got their food stamps on a different day than my aunt did that lived yeah. down the road from us. Yeah. And we got ours first. So when we got ours, I would walk a $65 book of food stamps to my aunt's Say house. Say that shit. As soon as we got Say them. it, man. Yeah, you know, as soon as we got them. And then whenever theirs come in, I would walk back to my aunt's house, get a $65 book, and bring it back to our house. Well, I don't want to like... Because we knew we needed it. Yeah. Everybody needed it. Well, I don't want to jump off topic while we're talking about but this can go really close to the Hollywood thing these people in Hollywood have been such disconnected with what it's like to be an average day person and I'll tell you this and man they've lost they've lost all hope yeah. of it yeah. and if you think if you think poverty has a color you're dead <laughs> wrong you are dead wrong it does not exactly. have a color this is the reason for for anybody out there who's listening, you want to know why are these why are these dumbasses talking. This is the reason for this podcast, because real people who have lived a real life understand racism is a luxury. When we're broke, when we're struggling together, I don't have the luxury of caring whether you're white or what, dude. <laughs> and I tell you, we what, in too, this man, together, bro. You can be working, you can be working, have a good job, and I've been through this myself. Whenever Coal market first collapse and stuff. I never had a job where I was not making good money on the standards of people. Mm-hmm. But I had my, and I don't expect people to feel sorry for me or anything. 
but I was still making good money and struggling like a mug, struggling Because I let my bills get to the level I was making, and then I wasn't making it no more. Yeah. You know, and that's facts. That's it's. Uh, I wasn't living in poverty, but man, it felt like it. You do know. You, do you remember? Uh, like, gosh, it was about four or five years ago. Uh, I think it was an athlete came on and said, "You don't know how hard it is to feed your family on four million dollars a year." <laughs> I remember. Ah, I remember. I will that. choke the life out of you, and bring you down here to Richie and Johnson and drop you in a hole. <laughs> Don't play. I mean, for real, regular people. I know at least fifty thousand people that were in line talking about. Let me try. I want to know what no it's shit. like. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> four million a year, and it's just people don't. You know, people like they don't understand, man. Like. And I don't know what he what he came from. I yeah. don't know, you know, but you would think that uh, maybe he come from an affluent family, and then and then he really doesn't understand struggling. I guarantee he's I'm not playing a, 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 a sport, and for the NCAA, if he's coming from four or five million dollars a year, right. I'm just saying that Hollywood has been disconnected from the real world for so long that they don't know what it's like. That average dudes, what average people go through, they live in this cloud. Well, up see, in man, Hollywood you could even and... see that. You could even see that during the pandemic, like whenever they shut everything down, whenever we had the lockdowns. You see all these celebrities on there, like Schwarzenegger. He was on there, had a cigar, sitting oh, in his hot jacuzzi, tub, yeah. talking about just stay home, just stay home. Well, guess what, man? Two weeks at the house. Puts me in the red, bro. No yeah, bro. shit. You know? Shit. Two weeks at the house puts me in the red. I ain't got that. Yeah. I don't have that. And they don't, they truly don't understand. And you had Pelosi on there eating ice cream out of a $10,000 fridge. You know, you're <laughs> right. like, yeah. you're like, that's the modern day. Shit. Let them eat cake, man. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. It's, but, it's just crazy. They don't, uh, I, just to let you know, I don't have a $10,000 fridge with $300 worth of ice cream in it right no. now. No. 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 The the $10 bucket that I bucket, $10 bucket that I get from Kroger's, yeah. my kids run through it. We're not even talking about Ben and Jerry's. Guys. No. No. The bucket. No. But in, in the same sense, we, we did this. We as the public, as Americans, we did this because we want to see pretty people. We have an entire family of people. No, I'm going to go even farther than that. We have one person who is mainstream America right now, and the only reason she's famous is because she made a porn video and released it of her screwing oh. an R&B guy. She made her Kim whole family Kardashian famous, Kim huh? Kardashian ain't got a stitch of talent outside of the fake booty, and she's very pretty. I'll say that. But what else is she doing? Broad can't act. She can't sing a song. She can't play a, a, a sport. What is she doing? Taking dicks. I love how you said that. <laughs> in, in, in quote right there. Taking dicks. That's it. That, 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 that's why she's famous. Hey, uh, um, she's probably teen, good at it. Teen pregnancy. Uh, MTV. Teen mom. Teen mom. You get knocked up and have a baby. And they'll send a camera crew to your house and give you everything you need. Really? Whatever happened to... Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to teaching young people, young teenagers, about abstinence? You know what, man? I didn't say safe sex. I said abstinence. But what you got going on there, Don't too, is. is a situation where uh, people want negative. Mm -hmm. 
people watch negative. Like you could put, you could put a uh, a girl on there that has her shit together, getting ready to go to Harvard, and yeah. there wouldn't be a motherfucker hit play on nothing. No, we don't want to see know, that. We don't want to see that. We want to see negativity all the time, every yeah. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to see somebody that's doing good. As a matter of fact, if you put somebody on that's doing good, they'll probably get hate. Maury, Maury, Maury. Broad don't know who the baby daddy is. We're going to test 12 of you because she was at that gangbang. But, I mean, like you said, somebody's getting a a scholarship to go to a college or to do anything. We don't want to see that. We don't want to support young people doing good things. But the first time they say, Mom and Dad, I'm going to a gangbang, we're sending a camera crew over. Oh, bless her heart. Bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's They don't give it to us unless we want it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we don't want positivity. We don't want nothing. Ratings don't lie. Yeah. No. And uh, But unfortunately, the people that are giving you the ratings do. That's like, I don't even, what we're going to get onto this now, but I don't even watch the news anymore. No. Because it's so bent. Oh, it's One it's direction bad. or the other, I can't even watch it anymore. Well, I think we talked about it on the podcast that, I deleted. I'm going back to that. <laughs> but I'm on a news company that's... Uh, One station. You know, WFT. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And yeah. Just, get, just give me the facts. Or WFH, rather. Yeah. What the fuck happened? You tell me what happened, and I'll draw my own opinion. I don't need to hear... Yes. I don't need to hear from you how you felt about what they said or nothing. Just tell me what happened and let me see if it was right or wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Show me a dude and let me decide if he's confused or not. You know, Wh- whether, I'm, whether I'm unintelligent, whether I'm, uh, I live here in West Virginia and I'm down in Wyoming County with whatever. Uh, just give me the real stuff. Yeah. Let, let me decipher it. If I'm crazy, okay, I'm crazy. If I feel this way... If I feel like my arm is now magnetic from getting <laughs> this vaccine, okay. But just give me the real stuff. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere needs to have the truth. Yeah. And the bad thing is is that they, the media has made it so bad on everybody that everything you hear you assume is bullshit. Oh, yeah. So you could be yeah. getting fed the truth, and, and me, myself, don't I don't believe it anyway. You don't know. But I mm-hmm. what I try to do is try to find out what I'm figuring out and read about it and then even then whenever you get on google and stuff it's bent too you know it's bent in a certain direction yeah so you don't really don't know what to trust you know me and my buddy were having this conversation the other day and i've gotten to the point where i've kind of stepped back because every day i used to watch the news 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 and i finally told him i said man i i kind of quit watching the news and he goes isn't it nice just to worry about what's in your own bubble and not nothing else. <laughs> and I get it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It is. It is. Because I is. can't, there's a lot of stuff I can't fix, but I can do me. Yeah. You know. Uh, for all of my AA guys out there, you'll get this. You Remember the prayer? Lord, give me the, the, the power to fix the change, to change the things that I can and recognize the difference between the two. Yeah. Lord, have mercy. How much? How many people are getting, like you said, shown the right thing, and, and it's true, but you got to also realize there's an entirely gen- different generation that's coming along that doesn't even question, they don't even question what mainstream oh. shows them. Oh, oh but yeah, I exactly. tell you what, too, they don't question it, and they're getting pushed to the point to where they think that 
compliance is resistance. Yes. They think that uh, they are being convinced the government is good and the people is the ones you need to resist. People that disagree with you are the ones that need to be resisted, not the government. Isn't it funny how, like, shit's flipped since the 90s? Like, when, you know, you had all these bands that came out that was like, fuck the system. Rage, baby. Anarchy, rebellion. And now they're the ones that are siding on to the government. Like, oh, you should do that. You should do this. Yeah, that's great. And I'm just like, you guys are a fucking joke. Do you remember Mike Myers' face when old boy said... George Bush hates, hates black, black people. people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had no idea oh, what was going there. No he idea. No, he was standing. You could have bought that dude for a dollar. <laughs> hey, I seen a couple deers that I hit with cars that looked at it like that right before I hit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that that was crazy, man. But but that that was a situation that happened, uh, and it was world events that happened right in front of your eyes. Right now, things are happening in the world, and there is a group of people, and I'm going to say a group because it's mainstream people, and their job is to cloud what's happening. Cloud the truth. Yeah, like a... right, uh, wrong, whatever. Well, or they'll cloud what they want to do with another truth. There you go. Like we had the... And I'm not saying that uh, she didn't deserve coverage or anything, but you have to wonder when they're covering a missing girl Mm -hmm. for two weeks... Mm-hmm. What are they not covering? There you go. You know, because yeah. there is, uh, and I understand that a case has to be interesting Yes. before it's took. Human life and, is worth something. I give it that. And a lot of people, too, are taking this to a black and white level. You yeah. know, that it's a white girl missing and this and that. But uh, there is there has been a lot of people going missing that are all races Yeah. during this time that haven't been covered. You know, uh, and I think it's it's got to have a certain level of interest. And if you don't like what's going on, turn the fucking TV off. Exactly. Let them know you don't like this. Well, I think uh, you know? I seen on, I think I read an article that Dog the Bounty Hunter's looking for this cat, trying to find the, that dude hey, that man. she was with. If Dog can't found you, <laughs> it ain't happening. Well, I'm telling you right now. Some cat takes my daughter out and she don't come back. They're not gonna find the motherfucker. You ain't worried about dog. You better not let him let me get to him first. You ain't worried about dog. I ain't turning. I ain't even calling the cops. No. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. No. No. Nah, come on over, babe. We'll, we'll talk. But I feel for you. We'll talk about this. Come over. Yeah. That's that'd be the end of it. Man, I can't. Oh, I, I can't even imagine having to to go out and not know where. Any of my children are, and and maybe we're going into a, a a different subject, a different topic. But dude, I clap a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. That was the fourth episode of Try Not to Get Sued. Thanks for listening. If you listened, check us out on Facebook. Page name is Try Not to Get Sued. Hit us up with some comments or some suggestions. Thank you guys for your time. <laughs>